Girl. 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 Two beautiful black queens in the building. It's your girl, Miss Charlie. And it's your girl, Aware. Welcome, welcome to, to Girl Podcast. Podcast. Today we have some special guests on the podcast. So they're going to go ahead and introduce themselves. It's Dom, the man with the plan. <laughs> Say, lady. <laughs> it's your boy D. You know, somebody, Daniel Taylor, the comedian. Follow me on Instagram at uh, Jeremiah Taylor, the comedian. You know, uh, I'm the comedic extraordinaire. So, yeah, Daniel and Dominique. So, today, one of the subjects that we're going to talk about, even though it's Mother's Day today, we're going to go ahead and bring out the fathers right now, currently. Um, one's not a father, you know, ladies, but um, <laughs> he do want some kids. Wow. The devil is a lie. <laughs> lie not right now, but later in life, Maybe. somebody needs to hook this and settle it on down. There we go. Probably at 48. No. 25. Dude. 30. What? You trying to push it out there. Right. Let's do it then. Get your life together. Let's uh, get together then. Really okay, so first question is, do black fathers get the credit they deserve? And when we're talking about black fathers, what, like... Just no, we're talking about all fathers. All fathers. I feel like most fathers don't. I feel like all fathers don't get the most credit, or don't get enough credit, far as for you know being a great father. Because there are some great fathers that's out here, but at the same time, it just depends on the mother. Sometimes the mother can really, really give the father a hard time. You know, if a man want to see his kids, the mother be like, no, if you don't want to be with me, then you can't see your kids. Like for me, growing up, just kind of be a little background of who I am. But uh, me growing up, my father denied me ten years of my life, so that was that was a little hard struggle. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, not knowing your father is, people telling you this dude's your father, this dude's your father. You know what I'm saying? But I don't blame my mom or my pops for it because at the end of the day, they was young, they was in their twenties. Of course, it was all the craziness going on, and I mean, there's nothing I could do about it, but. You know, I mean, I became who I became today because of my mama. What about you, Dominique? Um, well, you're a father, right? Yes, I am a father and a proud one too. Um, Hallelujah! But I mean, <coughs> well, just for my situation, um, I'm in a situation where I'm kind of in, I guess, in a situation with my the mother of my child. I'm not going to go fully into details, but. Um, I mean, I am, you know, trying to be a, a good father every single day, do what I'm supposed to do, um, being in contact with her every single minute, and, you know, hopefully we can get this uh, situation handled. But um, as far as uh, my father, um, he, he, he went through the ropes, you know, him and my mom didn't have the best relationship, but he always kept his kids around each other. Until we got to 18, then it was like, you on your own. But, I mean, with me and my father, we're like homeboys, but we still, I still know that, you know, that's my father, so I'm not going to treat him otherwise. Um, and I feel like, you know, fathers should get more credit than, you know, because we go out, we bust our butt nine to five and then you know you come home and you know you be one little bad man, okay. you know, <laughs> food man. you know what I'm saying but uh 
to the fathers, you know, and not to say the mothers because it's it is mothers do have to do double duty regardless. Um, you know, they have to work and they have to come home and take care of their kids and even with the housewives, you know, they they stay they that's basically is a job. So, you know, shout out to the mothers that's, you know, taking responsibility of their kids. They they hold themselves to that. You know, but you know, it's fathers do need some credit because it is hard for a black man and basically any man, you know. But, you know, we, we try our best and, you know, we, hey, do what we got to do. So my father wasn't involved in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my father, it was basically, even now, um, I'm just kind of actually reconnecting to that side of uh, my father's side of the family. Okay. So I'm just now getting to know my grandma on that side and I'm going to actually go see them sometime this year. But even then I don't really want to have that much contact with my father because he's practically a stranger to me mm. and I'm just not ready to get to know that stranger in my life so I would say that was me once upon of a dream that was me um, when I was in college I had that same type of feeling because I was like man why try to did my father try to reach out to me, but I didn't want him to, I didn't want to reach back out to him only because I just felt like, what's the use of me trying to reach out to you? There's nothing else that you can teach me. There's nothing that you can teach me because what's the use? My mama taught me how to be a man. She taught me how to, you know, taught me and my brothers and my sisters, even my god brothers and sisters, how to, you know, have a hustle, have a grind. I always keep out first. She taught us prayer, taught us how to just go out and get it. Whatever you want to go out and do, go do it. But put God first and go 110%. But she always told us to always have a job. And, you know, I thought I had a sneeze. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's just. Well, you know. Candace, let me ask you. I love cookies and cream. Um, with your father, um, when, when he first started coming around, what was your reaction? Were you like, oh, my dad, is, my dad is finally back in my life? Or was you like, kind of like standoffish? I think uh, I'm very standoffish to my dad more of because I've gotten that view. Not saying my mom is like a bitter baby mom or nothing like that, not mm-hmm. at all. But I've gotten that view of who my father is through my mother's eyes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just like... Do I want to get to know this person? Do I want to get to know the person who didn't want to get to know me? Mm. Like, I was just an innocent... I was an innocent child. That's fast. And you just hit the, oh, that's not mine. Da-da-da. Like, once you got all the... Because really, truly, my dad, like, scammed low-key. So, he was in the military. And basically, he used me and said that... uh, I lived with him so he could get BQ and some other stuff or whatever mm-hmm. it's called for having a child. Then Uncle Sam found out that he lied all those years. He had to pay that back. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ended up having to, they forced him to stay in the military and get retirement for 20 years. Oh, wow. So it's like, you use me, but at the same time that you were using me, when it came down to the fact that like when the air wasn't working in the house, you didn't give a damn if I basically died. Mm. Uh, like it's just, it's just the stories that my mom at least tells me. Some of the stuff makes me feel like Oh, wow. But even without the stories, it's still like you should have been there to have your side. Right. And I don't know you because you never got your side. You never got anything to where it's just like, do I really want to get to know this person? I don't feel like I'm at the maturity level right now to take in anything at this moment. Like, I'm just I'm not ready for that type of contact yet. I'm, I'm the same way. 
far as with that. On the code, be real with you. I really don't even want no relationship with my father. Only reason why is because, well, I ain't gonna say I don't want one. I'm gonna rephrase. I ain't gonna say I don't want one. I would like to have one, but like the relationship I got with my stepfather won't be the same. It won't compete with the relationship that I want to have with my biological father. Because to be honest, whenever I need something, he go get it. You know what I'm saying? If I need to talk with him, he there. You know, sometimes I don't want to deal with him a certain time because Bug will get on your last nerve. <laughs> he asked you 35 million questions. Daniel. I don't be asking you no million questions, girl. He don't ask a million questions, but you notice he done talked like the mass majority of this podcast. Like a good, like, uh, we're going to do like 30 uh, minutes of this Dominique and 25, 25 of it's going to be, two, no, Dominique going to talk 10 minutes and then 25 minutes is going to be, damn, damn, damn. It ain't damn, about This This about us. It's about us and God. Because we, because the Bible <laughs> says he who laughs first laughs last, but if you laugh last, you get the last piece of shit. I, I don't think that's what he said. That's in that's in, I, I that's, in that's in the book of Corinth. That's in the book of Eighth of Corinth, right off of uh, the zoo station. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And uh, next question. So, what makes a parent a parent? Mm, Dominique, you answer that. Good question. Um. Well, there I've learned, and I'm still learning that. There is no perfect way to be a, a good parent. Um, you're going to go through things. Um, that's why they say we need our kids and the kids need us because we change them and they change us mm-hmm. in a way. Um, kids make it better. Right. Uh, you know, mentally, physically, and spiritually. They'll, make, they'll tell you the harsh truth uh, about yourself. They'll make you see things like oh man I didn't know I was this mean or I didn't know I you know talk to people this way I didn't know I could feel this way and and it's, it's just crazy that you know the the emotions that that kids bring to you and it's crazy because like my daughter is nine months she'll be ten months on the 17th so it's like you know me spending that time with her it was just like those emotions just hit me and you know and when I usually cry it was like over like you know people dying and stuff like that or but it was just like that that joy that the kid brought it was just crazy so with that it's just like um, you know parents just have to go through things just like kids have to go through things and it's about adapting and you know wanting to Basically, you know, see you and your kids do better. That's how I feel, you know, because, man, it's hard. It is hard. Like, seeing seeing mothers, you know, <laughs> basically work their butt off to help us. And, and when we kids, it's just like, we don't see it. We just look kids riding on bikes, playing with toys. But it's just like, we don't see the struggles that they had to go through. They don't. You know, even when we didn't have food, you know, what they did, it's amazing. Um, what I feel makes a parent a parent mm-hmm. is just being there regardless if it's a good moment, if it's a bad moment, mm-hmm. anything. They were there with you. 
Like, even though sometimes, I ain't gonna lie, me and my mom, we get into it hard, hard. I know that. Too. Hard. Do you understand me? Like, because we're stories. the same. But it's because we're the same person, though. Like, you gotta understand that. Like, we're the same person. We're gonna go hard the same way. We're gonna love hard the same way. Like, so we butt heads a lot about certain things. Right. And on top of that, I'm getting older, I'm getting grown, I'm learning who I am as a person. So we're just butting heads in general. Mm. But at the end of the day, that's my mom. And I do, I feel like being a parent is being there for the hard times, the good times, everything in between that. Like, hell, because even though, like, my mom, she didn't even like my ex at, at all. Like, at all. But when I was sitting there and I was heartbroken because he, you know, he broke up with me. She was like, that's my baby. She was there for me. She was there for the crying. She wanted to take me out shopping, everything. Because at the end of the day, I'm still her child. She was there for me in that moment. It was somebody she didn't like. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it could have been like, oh, I'm happy he out your life. But at the end of the day, she still was like, that's my baby. And my baby's hurt right now. Right. So even though we butt heads, at the end of the day, that's still my mom. That's still my parent. And that's what I feel makes a parent a parent is just being there through the good and the bad. I mean... Is it my time to talk? Go. Yes. Well, to get into cosmic, <laughs> anyway, no, serious no. What makes a parent a parent is um, just being there for your kids, man. Supporting them, showing them love. You know what I'm saying? Motivating them. You know, a parent only got one job. That's to raise you. Make sure you graduate. Make sure you don't go to jail. Make sure you ain't dead. Make sure you see you on the right path. Mm-hmm. They only they got one job. Feed you, close you, make you got a roof over your head. I know that sound harsh and very slavish, but it's real life-ish. That's what my mama told me. I only got one job. And my mama told me <laughs> that. My mama told me and I'm a brother and sisters, what we do with our life is on us. No, that's true. So if we, if we fuck our life up, we just fucked it up. So, so let me ask you because I've I've often said that um, there is you can financially support a child and you can physically support a Ooh, child. Oh, you're right about that one. That's, that's deep, right there, nephew. Like because it's there certain there are certain parents that they they just buy you whatever. Yeah. Thinking it'll heal the pain, but it's just like kids are missing that attention. Yeah, that companionship, that love. Right, that love, that hope, you know, just to say, hey, I'm I'm proud of you, you know, on what you're doing. You know, and and you might not even be all the way on the right path, but just to hear, hey, you're doing good. I'm proud of you. It 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 changes your attitude. And I and I and I kinda, you know, and not to say that my mom's a bad mom, but I kind of resented my mom a little bit because I felt like she was just, she wasn't really there physically. She never, she really didn't come to none of my games. And it was just like, oh, you know what? I wanted you to be there. You know, you look around, you see your mom, your other, your friends' moms, stuff, you'd be like, okay, dang, where, where my mom at? But, you know, after talking to big mama, you know, grandma, uh, she was like, well, you know, your mom's not really into sports. So, you know, you kind of got to take the, uh, what's it called? got to take what you get. Basically, yeah. And uh, Now, yeah. I don't know what to say. Not saying your mom or anything like that. But my mom, she had two boys, even mm-hmm. though she wanted a girl. Didn't know nothing about sports. Didn't know nothing about cars, anything. She learned 
all of that. Right. I mean, all of it to make sure that her boys came out like boys because she didn't want nobody to say just because she was a single mom mm-hmm. that they came out girly or something like that. So right. she learned it all to be able. I'm talking about she had them doing stuff that they probably shouldn't even be doing at certain ages. They was betting, had bookies, everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> So, I mean, even if your mom didn't like sports, she should have at least tried to maybe, you know, learn a position or right. something. Learn, well, like, mama, you know. My mama did that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least, like, school. try to learn right. what your position is. Right. Be there, maybe at least to have time. Be like, you know what? I'm going to have, you That's know. What right. did. I, right. I That's what my mama did. I ain't feeling it. I ain't feeling it no mama more. showed up first, second quarter. Half time, she was gone, or probably all the way up to exactly. school. Exactly. But my mom stayed out of my football games. Yeah. She came to every football game from when I was in Little League all the way to high school. She never listened out once. When all me and my brothers played sports, she came to every last one of our games. <laughs> okay, so another question is, after all this, do you feel like you owe your parents your life? Ooh. Of course I do. I know I owe my mom my life for sure. Because to raise three boys who one has been in and out of jail but with all type of crazy women and beat up on all his girlfriends. My brother my brother done shot a gun over my mama's head to Khalil, my brother Khalil getting hit by a car when I was in like third or fourth grade to me having issues with asthma to do all of that bro. I, man my mama covered us in prayer. My mama prayed for each and every last one of us. If it were for my mama prayer and, and, and pain and suffering and hard work and dedication and never giving up on us. And I know it was time where she wanted to give our asses up, but I thank God she didn't give us up. You thought you on the front porch <laughs> somebody else? Yeah. She really almost really did. Really did. Really did. He ain't the cash to abort his ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad she didn't, though, because if she didn't, you know what I'm saying, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have the work ethic that I have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um... <laughs> I wouldn't be who I am today. Neither of my brothers or my sister wouldn't be. Man, I love my mama, man. That's, you know, call her my little poop Oh. Okay, so, unfortunately, I don't agree with his answer. Uh, I, I think no. I do fully understand. I don't. I don't. You don't agree. Hey, hey it's no. her opinion. It's you know what you're right. You know what you're right. right. Talk your shit. Speak, At yes. the end of the day, Talk no matter shit. how, no matter what it is, no matter if my mom was there for me, this and the third, I do not feel like, if now, there at the end of the day, I'm going to make sure that my mom is well off. If I'm well off, you're going to be well off. But you're going to be well off on the other side of the world. Mm. <laughs> on that side of your life. <laughs> you know what's going to come at you? Candace! <laughs> 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 Never mind. Sure. I'll be like, look, my mom be like, we going to live together? I'll be like, yeah, we going to live in one of them houses so big that you want to come to the other side? You got to know. Oh, you going to do what uh And ding dong on the other side. You gonna do what? A, it's a celebrity. Jamie Foxx. He got that. Yeah, his mom do. lives his on the other side of the other house, and his dad, and they don't even see each other. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, That's exactly how Jamie Foxx got his mom and dad live with him, and they both stay on separate sides of the mansion. I see each other for breakfast. Do you realize how much Jamie Foxx really has to love his actual mom? Because his actual mom gave him up. Yeah. I think she was like a crackhead or something like that. Gave him up, and the grandma that he talks about adopted him. him. Yeah, and her. He adopted, she he adopted his she adopted his mom and him. Yeah. Oh, okay. But his mom left, did whatever she did, and he she raised him in the church. He sang piano. That's how he's so good. That's how he's good. Yeah, because she put him in a she put him in music school, everything from piano, all of that. I'm like crazy. And when he speak about his grandma, oh my goodness, he, he break down. He tears, breaks down emotional. Uh, I wish I could speak about mom. I, I mean, you know. I speak about I, I speak with my, my granny. I speak about both my grannies. Yeah. Both my grannies did you call, raised me. Did you call your grandmother? 
Kalia said, call your grandma. I'm going to call her. I'm going to call her old ass. I'm just going <laughs> to He was just extra being all spiritual in here. My mama this. And then he said, I'm going to call her old ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call her. My other granny, I don't know where she is. I really don't know mother. my mama's mother. So I, I miss her. I want to see her again. I miss her cooking. Because, boy, she put her foot yeah. in some bullshit. She dipped it. She dipped her pinky toe. And, and twirled it around. You did. <laughs> Let the Lord ease you. I cannot stand y'all. But, so, what was the question again? Do you feel that you owe your uh, parents your life? I feel like yes and no. Um, Yes, because, man, my mom bailed me out of so much stuff. It's crazy how much. In college, high school, she put me in boot camp because it's tardy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, yeah, she put me in. I had to sit <laughs> for like four hours Indian style on some rocks. <laughs> in boot camp. <laughs> Swear to God. And I how know. old was you? First of all, your mama like, sound like, I don't, I don't know how to explain your mama what right was now. This? I was like, the seventh or eighth grade? What yeah. was you doing? Tardis, man. You know, just I wasn't skipping school. I was just late. You know what I'm saying? You want to skip the school? You know, <laughs> just running the hall, hanging. They want to run the hall. Well, that's well, and, I, and, man, I know, it, caught, it, it caught up to me, but she built me out so much. Uh, and then also with my dad, uh, if it wasn't for my dad, I wouldn't have been able to continue college. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave me like $600 like and I actually started like a GoFundMe account cause I'm I'm an athlete at the time and he I started a GoFundMe and my coach had to me he was like take it down right now I was like okay so I went to my dad and I told him my situation and you know shoot God works in mysterious ways yes he does sure he gave me $600 and shoot <coughs> it's history uh, but for that, yeah, I, I owe them a lot. Uh, but no, um, just in reference to what you were saying, because uh, they are supposed to teach us some stuff, but at the same time, we all we have our own life to live. Uh, we came into this world by ourselves, and we're going to leave by ourselves. So it's what we make it. And you basically got to, you know, do what you got to do. You got to build your network, get to know people. Uh, live the righteous way and you know basically you know go from what you learn because everything that we do that's good ain't always from what our parents teach us you know we learn things from college we learn things from high school we learn things from probably like the crackhead or man or somebody off the street and it sticks with us like that word network I learned that from a guy from a teacher in college, and it where it sticks sticks to me to this day. So, you know, it's it's really what you the stuff that you get that sticks with you, and you build around that, and you expand more. You know, uh, not to be a you know get off topic a little bit, but I have a little motivational thing here, kind of piggyback on what he said. Um, now, for a lot of people, most people don't have. Most people, parents, don't really give them the proper, I would say, um, 
parenting that they really deserve. That's why, you know, in today's society, a lot of kids, you know, killing each other, fighting each other, doing all this craziness because their parents, you know, grew up having a certain type of parent who really didn't care for them as much as they should have. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that doesn't mean you have to, first of all, whatever you are growing up around, whether you grew up in the hood, suburb, it don't matter. Whatever you come from, you don't have to become a statistic of where you're from. Mm-hmm. And I told my and I was told my brother this. I was like, you don't have just because you live in a certain area or you're from a certain area, don't mean you have to become like the people in the area because if you're not the people in the area. You gotta rise above and be different and be better than the people that's in your area. If you wanna if you expect change, change start with you. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know everybody's uh wanting to know. So I'm gonna ask, what is type of female Cause I know your ladies want to know, cause we well, you know we got the dudes on here like, today. Like, what's your ideal woman? You basically, what's your ideal woman, or like, what's the um, like personality aspects that you would want in a woman? Big booty, thirty-two at the waist. Personality, not looks. Oh, I want. Hey, look, I want to have a personality of of of, of, of Oprah Winfrey. I want to have all the freakiness of 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 of, of, of Cardi B, mixed with a little bit of Nia Long from Love Jones, mixed with a little bit of Megan Thee Stallion. Sir, sir, can we get some serious answers? All right. Thank you. Serious answer. Thank My you. ideal woman is someone who I can really be compassionate about, who loves to, you know, just support me in whatever it is I'm going to support her. Let's give me 110% back. You know, who can who can have my back no matter what? Who can be down with me knowing that, you know, I may not have everything that every other man has, but at the same time, she can be willing to go through the trenches with me and come up with me in the process and, kind of, and still reap the benefits without... You know, somebody I can trust, somebody I can really just show off to my friends, my family, someone I can be appreciative and someone I can really just be proud of and really be, you know, happy about and just be like, yo, this my boo, this my rock. Like she, like I got her, she got me. If you mess with her, it's over. If you mess with me, she cutting you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on the last podcast, um, the one that's going to come out within uh, this Tuesday, so we asked, should a woman stay with a man if he's basically, you know, to build him up or whatever? Mm-hmm. So would you stay with the woman if she didn't have, or would you help build her up? Would I help build her up? Of course. It's all about process. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to stop talking with her. So I'm dealing with her because she don't got nothing. If she, if she, come, if she at the bottom, I'm going to come from the bottom with her. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the come up. Because the come up going to be the greatest thing in the world. I'm telling you. All right. What about you, Dominic? So, Daniel actually didn't answer the question. I kind of did, but... He <laughs> didn't. Because you was just saying, basically, like, what type of woman she wanted. She was, like, personality. Oh, I mean, you know, somebody who like me. You know what I'm talking about? Goofy, Joey. No. You sure you want no. No. I mean, not like me, but, not you know, exactly. you somebody know. who, as long as she love God... And she loved chicken fingers. I'm good at it. <laughs> so, to answer the right way. Answer, um, Cool, D. Basically, I want somebody that basically knows themselves. Mm. Um, she's very strong. It's more I'm the chaser than she has to chase me. Um, basically... I want a woman that is funny, uh, but also, you know, is grounded. Um, she's very, you know, 
good with money. Basically, can put get me on my shit too. You know, we can learn from each other. Um, and like, basically, you what you were saying? You were saying uh, what you build would you? Yeah, would you help a woman build up the same way? Because you know how they always expect women to be down for a man right. and stuff like that. Would you be the same way for a woman? I will be willing if she's willing to help herself. I'm not just going to be helping you, just be helping you. If you're showing me that you're willing to help yourself. It's an effort. Yeah, that's just like with me. I believe in a two-salary home. Um, so, you know, with communication, hey, it's endless. It's endless, you know. What about you, Candice? What's my ideal man? Nah, that question you asked us. Yeah. Oh, would what you, I build? Would you build? Would you build? Would you build a man? Mm-hmm. Like, like, would you um, be down? I've answered this in my last podcast, but oh, since they didn't oh, hear it, well, don't, yes. No, 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 no. I'm gonna re, I'm gonna reiterate myself. So you know, they want to know. They want to okay. know. You gonna what? Yes. Reiterate. You get on my nerves. Okay. Yes, I would build up a man, but once again, as y'all stated. If he's putting in effort, mm. if he's showing that effort, if you're not showing me that effort, if you're not making it the same way that you, because I hate when dudes be like, oh, I want to do this, I want this, I want that, but they're not putting any effort into getting that. I right. need to see that you right. put in efforts. I need to see the steps you're making. I need to see the goals. I need to see, <clears throat> like, you know how people make vision boards? Show me your vision board. Mm. Show me something you're that you're trying to get here. Don't just be sitting on the couch whining, talking about, oh, nothing's fair nothing's this that and the third but you're not trying to do anything to get there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the big old box cheerio talking about life ain't nothing exactly let, let me say one thing uh, hold on before that uh, they always say every year of the next year of your life should be different mm. so every year it should be different you shouldn't be sitting in the same place that you were sitting in last year mm. wow wow I like that. I like that. Um, if your ass is sitting in the same spot that you were sitting in in 2018, and you were sitting in the spot 2019, goddamn it, it's 2020. Get your ass up and get a job. Lord Jesus. <laughs> hey, what's the dude from with the commercial with the uh, oh the Everest the Everest College yeah. commercial? <laughs> hey, dude, you're not doing nothing. You ain't doing nothing for yourself. Go to college. You can do anything. Get a job. You can get a job. Work. Go to school. Do something. Look at me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> see, if you ain't got whoop de whoop, you can't get the whoop de whoop to get whoop de whoop. You know, you got to cold sometimes. What was you going to say, Dominique? But uh, I told this person that uh, the greatest lessons start within self um, self love, self worth, uh, self acceptance, um, you know, embracing yourself. Uh, because I hear a lot of people stating, you know, what they don't got, you know, all. Yes. I don't care um, yes. If if you're complaining about it and you're basically like, oh, okay, whatever, so I don't have the type of stuff that I need to get, then then you basically worse off. You basically accepting what is. So I mean, look in the mirror and smile. But hey, I'm. I'm not where I need to be body wise, but I'm still fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm really good. Yes, I But it's, it's just about me loving myself. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but it's just about loving yourself. You know, loving who you are, knowing who you are, uh, and that's 
And once you strengthen that, that man that you like <laughs> really knows what he gonna get himself into, you know? But when you're lost, oh, he already knows, like, hey, I can see that. I'm, I can really take advantage of that, you know? But when you really, when you really know yourself, like, a man is either gonna get with it or get lost. That's how I feel. Oh, and ladies, I just want y'all to know, even though he says, you know, he wants to be, men do like to be the chaser, it's okay to go up to a man and tell him, you know what, you look good today. Talk Ooh, your shit. You better preach. What? Talk about you smelling good you today. Better preach. <laughs> you better preach. You better preach. Girl, slide in them DMs. Oh, say hey. Man. Say hello. If, if he don't answer back, then let him know. At the end of the day, if he was a good woman, he just lost a good woman that day. Oh, For real. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, see, I need me a female to be like, look, you cute. I want you. I mean, what's up? Like, what's up? What are we going to do? Like, Talk about what it is. Are we doing this or are we not? Because, oh, I, what, I would, if a woman never came up to me, <laughs> I'm on her. <laughs> he wouldn't know what to do with that. Stop I, it. I wouldn't know what to do with it, first of all. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, right. We're going to end. We're going to end it. And mama, so. sorry for the for all the, you know, language barrier. It's all be grown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all. Shout out to social media. That way you know these women can see what you're looking like. Uh, uh. How you doing, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey there, pretty ladies. Oh, instruction mama. Can you shout out your... Thank I, you. I tried to win a Jamie Foxx. Anyway, y'all can follow your boy on Instagram at Jeremiah Taylor, the comedian. You know what I'm saying? Follow both my pages. Yes. Um, y'all can follow me. Feel free to DM a nigga. You know what I'm saying? DM me. Talk to me. Let me know what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Get at me. Shout out to me. You know what I mean? I don't care if you your face like a pinky toe. I'm going to talk to you. That no, seriously. Seriously. Girl. Um, you can follow me on IG. Uh, my name is Dom on the rise. D-O-M. Uh, D-A. Rise. R-I-Z-E. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey. All right, guys. Thank y'all for listening. Go ahead and like, share, subscribe. And thank you for listening to Girl Podcast. Peace out. Okay, one more.